Welcome to the Founder and Funder Experience, brought to you by Valence Advisory and Mattermade. This podcast serves to bring to light the different journeys select founders and funders took to get to where they are today. We hope their lives and their learnings continue to inspire both present and future innovators. Hello, everybody. My name is Arjun Devarora, and I am the founder and managing partner of Valence Advisory. We support funds and founders and help them accelerate their efforts with people, strategy, and capital. And now off to John. Hello, it's John Lowe here. I'm the co-founder and advisor at Valence Advisory. I'm the lead on leadership coaching and communications facilitation. And enough about us, today's wonderful guest, um, I was going to say needs no introduction, is Pejman Nozad. He's, he's working on his current rendition of what he's doing is Pair VC, but he's got a rich background, professional background in history, and we're excited to dig in. So Pejman, um, welcome to the show. would love if you could introduce yourself and tell us a bit about what you're working on now. Well, thank you, John Arjun. Thank you so much. It's just so excited to be here. I, I, I really admire your work, both of you and your mission of, of helping, especially the entrepreneurs community in tech. I am the founding managing partner of Pair Ventures. We are a seven years old uh, early stage uh, tech firm here in Silicon Valley. We aspire to be the best partner for entrepreneurs, taking them from zero to one journey. Our firm um, is, is investing out of the third fund um, in our portfolio now, um, includes companies like Garden Health, which went public, um, DoorDash, Gusto, Branch, and, and many others. So our aspiration is just helping founders solving real problem in a big market and um, staying a, a, a truthful partner uh, throughout the journey. Our investment team has started and sold eight companies to Instacart, Dropbox, Facebook, Cisco. So you have to look at our team as a bunch of entrepreneurs happen to have a checkbook. Wow, excellent. Really well described. And so, Bejman, how did you, you know, how did you stumble into this dream career of yours as a investor and as a, as a helping hand uh, for entrepreneurs building great things? Well, I think my uh, path to be a venture capitalist with investor is just a very unusual path. You know, I came to U.S. in 1992 straight from Iran. I didn't speak one word English and I had only $700. So my first job was working in the car wash. My English improved and I ended up getting a job at the rug gallery in downtown Palo Alto and I became a really good rug salesman in Palo Alto and I if you want to sell Persian carpets you go to people's home and you spend a lot of time with them and you know after a few years I noticed all of my customers are CEOs and venture capitalists and lawyers and bankers in tech and you know I thought I want to be one of them. So I switched mine and asked started to ask a lot of questions and you know I was very lucky to have access to people. Normally people cannot see them, founders of a multi-billion dollar companies, but I was hanging out with them and their families and Sunday barbecue at their home while selling carpet. So I got this really um, an access to an amazing group of people. And um, I teamed up with the, the owners of the gallery and we started a, a, a kind of an, our own entity to invest in early stage startups. So I think we started to make a lot of mistakes, but, you know, slowly we got to know and we do a lot of networking events at the time. This is late 90s, early 2000, that none of the things you see today was available. So getting 100, invest, 100 entrepreneurs 
in, in a rug gallery showroom plus top tier VCs was kind of unusual and people really liked it. So a lot of connection was made. And, you know, I knew I wanted playing NBA, but I knew I, I can't be LeBron James, but I can be the best agents the league has ever seen. So I knew my strength and was that. But, you know, after now 20 years, I learned a lot. Anyway, fast forward, I um, I went to be the first investor in Dropbox, uh, Gusto, and many others. And in 2009 and 10, I felt as an angel investor, there's a lack of an institution to help founders on ground zero. And I thought given my network and know-how, I can build an institution to serve founders early stage. So I reached out to my current partner, Mark Hershison, who I was uh, very lucky to invest in her second company, and it took me four years to convince her. So we ended up teaming up and work out of Cooper Cafe in downtown Palo in 2013. And it was very clear that this is a very good team. We respect each other. We want to build something really extraordinary. And we raised our first fund in 2013, which was a $50 million fund. Second one was 75. And now our third fund is $160 million. Mara and I are kind of yin and yang. I'm a college dropout. She's a Stanford PhD with uh, multiple patents. She started three companies. I never started a tech company, but many things in common. So that's that's the story of me. When you look at back, then I don't have the usual path to be an investor, but you know, I feel very lucky and very grateful to be part of this community. And, and the most having the opportunity to work with like amazing entrepreneurs who are really determined to build something out of nothing. Well, thank you. Thanks for sharing that. And um, Hejman, you know, looking back at career that spans well over a decade in the tech space, what are some of the memorable highlights along the way that stand out to you if you look back now? Well, it's always the company you missed. <laughs> it's always the highlights. It's, it's looking back and really learn. I had the opportunity to put in Series A company of uh, Facebook. Uh, it was actually down to the wire. So the exact scent and the past on it and a few others. So you always learn about that. But the highlights is actually the whole journey. I just don't think it's just one particular event. If you look back and one, the opportunity I had here to be part of this community is just the highlight of, of, of my life and my career. And, you know, obviously building my family and my children are well-educated now and went to best universities and, I think that's that's the highlight of, of the whole career and being here. But, you know, I, I just don't think life is just in particular event. It's just the whole journey. It's the whole days after days. And I looked at it as, as one package. Thanks for sharing that. And, you know, I've been meaning to ask for a long time. I've never, I've never actually had the opportunity. But how did you come up with the name PEAR? for a venture capitalist firm. You know, when and we started, the symbol? The, yeah. sure. When we started the firm, you know, Mar, my partner said, everybody knows you in the Valley. So let's put your name and obviously her name, first name. So pe- people quickly know it's you. So it's, we started the firm, actually it was Prejman Mar Ventures. And we never want to have our name at our door. So we thought we we're going to build an institution that lasts both of us and we want to bring partners. So it, we were always uncomfortable having our our, pers- our names at the firm. And we search around a lot. I always thought entrepreneurs are like fruits. You need soil, you need water, you need farmers. And I thought if you can find the name of the fruit, it would be great. And I thought pomegranate is the right name because it has a lot of seed or seeding companies. And but we figured that the entrepreneur, I mean, it's 
is overused, is hard to pronounce and spell and so on. So we hired an amazing woman to do branding and, and finding the name. And she interviewed all of our founders. And I said, listen, if you're looking for the names, you find the name of the truth, let us know. And she came back and said, you know, we talked to all of the founders and it seems you're pairing with entrepreneurs a lot. So it's a pair. And if you uh-huh. misspell it, it's pair and it's a fruit. So, so if you love the name and then we figure out the PE could be Pagemon, the AR Mar. So, so it's combination of everything there. At core was like philosophy about entrepreneurship and starting something from, from the ground, which is the, a fruit tree. That's beautiful. That's a beautiful story. Lots of double meanings there. Pear, yes. pear. <laughs> wow. And, you know, having been in the profession of investing for some time now, Pejman, is the reason you got in still the reason you stay doing what you do? And what is that reason? What keeps you involved, motivated, inspired to continue to do what you do? Well, obviously, it's no doubt I'm inspired by entrepreneurs, people who are walking through the vault to make things happen, building a product that people use and love. And, and once you're successful, meaning you have built the company that create a lot of jobs and wealth, it's, it's just astonishing to see two people in the garage and like Dropbox and then all the way to be a public company. And to me is it just nothing replaces that journey and just being in a small part of it. It's just really inspiring. So I think helping entrepreneurs achieving the dreams and more importantly, creating jobs. And it's, it's just, it's just the most beautiful thing in the world we can do. Thanks. And, you know, in light of recent mass events, COVID and all that, you know, we get to see extreme challenges, but extreme opportunities arise. And what are some of the amazing things you've seen in the entrepreneurial community in the past four or five months that really reinforces that spirit of entrepreneurship? Yeah, first of all, I think we as a tech community, we should be very grateful that we can still run our business over video calls and, and, and phone calls. I think many industries are, are suffering. So I think we shouldn't forget that sitting here and communicating with your team and building a product is just an amazing things that we have. Uh, but obviously we, I always think Real entrepreneurs, no matter what the condition is out there, the stock market, who's the president, what's going on in the world, are eagerly after solving a real problem. And, you know, even the last few months, we invested in few companies that we never met the founder. And I, I think, obviously, we, we spend a lot of time to get to know them and understand why they're doing it. But really, with entrepreneurs, they're always, they're always looking for opportunity to to solve a real problem in the big market and that hasn't changed i think uh, one of the challenges is just how do you manage your team how do you inspire them um how do you keep them motivated and 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 good entrepreneurs always find a way to do it especially if the team size is pretty big but but i tell you this covid thing is kind of a test of character for everyone how do you survive how do you cope with it it tells who you are yeah, well said. And, you know, migrating to a pretty much fully remote environment, what was that like for you and the pair team to go to an environment where you have to kind of get to conviction on investment opportunities virtually? 
Yeah, but at the at the beginning we didn't know. I think we didn't know how long it is, but we knew the safety and the health of our for our team and our entrepreneurs is important. So we started to really communicate with the entire pet portfolio first, and we gave them all the resources they need uh, to really um, navigate through these difficult times. And then we stepped back and said we can't stop our business. So we, we one of the things we do, as you know, we have this. Summer Accelerator, which we select 10 to 15 companies, majority are graduates from university. So we did interview over 900, actually exactly 932 teams. And we selected 13 of them to join our pair accelerator. So we have been very, very busy and that kept our team going. And, and I tell you, our, our team has stepped out. Everybody that did twice work to just keep the energy going. I feel that pair has never been busier. We actually hired three interns. We hired the VP of operations. We added two visiting partners. So business as usual. And it is a time for us to build a lot of resources that we have more time to do it now. So we are building a more infrastructure inside Pair and, and how to help our entrepreneurs. We, as you know, in 2019, we did 102 events. Um, and, and this year, we took all of it online. So we had a lot of webinars. We had pitch nights and you know all of it is online available we recorded it so i think you can always be creative even in difficult times and use it as an opportunity to come out stronger and that's what we're doing yeah that's great and i know you obviously care very very deeply about supporting uh, entrepreneurs and founders through their journey what are some of the ways in which you have uh, supported founders or that you continue to support founders uh, through the pair platform today well, obviously, it's it's the fact that our team has been entrepreneurs, so we have been in their shoes multiple times. When we invest, the very first thing we do, we sit down with the founders, we come up with the plan for the next 24 months. Obviously, some of our founders are second or third time entrepreneurs, and they know how to do it, and we are supportive, but some of them is the first time to do it. So we, we put this operations plan for the next 24 months, and we reverse engineering it to today, and what does it need to do? Go, be there in 24 months in terms of hiring capital you need, go to market and product market fit. So it's just all hands-on involvement. But obviously, there's a lot of other stuff that our team does in, in hiring, recruiting. And, and the good things about Pair is once you become a pair portfolio, you become part of a much bigger family. There's a lot of interaction and communication with our portfolio companies. And I tell you, this business is sometimes it's it's a chat over or walk and just making sure they're mentally fine. It is a roller coaster. And when you wake up in the morning, you think this is the best thing you do in the world. At noon, you think you should back go to Google. So I think you need to be there for them to just, just making sure um, that they can go through the challenges of, of building a company, especially early days. It's not easy. Uh, thank you. Thank you. And so in your community, you find that uh, you've created a pretty good space where, you know, entrepreneurs can talk about the things that they otherwise would be afraid to share or like might feel ashamed uh, to share it and somewhat normalize it for them that making for example making hiring mistakes is totally natural and and going through this roller coaster is is not a sign that uh, something's wrong with you <laughs> yes yeah that's that's obviously true i think sharing a lot of the learnings and the mistakes we did as an entrepreneur our team is very valuable to them um you know, Mars started three companies and obviously 
she had great times. She made mistakes, same as the other partners I have. Rajay, the same. Uh, Niels and you know Arash and Lucy. So sharing those experiences and telling them they have gone through these difficult times, I think it's just very supportive of entrepreneurs, especially early days. Thank you. And you know, one of the things you mentioned earlier, which I found interesting, was you'd never been a tech entrepreneur, tech founder, so to speak. Although you did found uh, Pair VC. Yes. <laughs> and maybe this is something that's a bias in the community, but a lot of people don't have the immediate thought that if you raise a venture fund, you are entrepreneurial. <laughs> you are starting yes. something. You have to convince people to give you capital. <laughs> you have to demonstrate how you're going to give them upside and de-risk it at the same time. So throughout this journey yourself, what have you really learned about yourself? throughout from starting a fund, running a fund, raising multiple funds and supporting entrepreneurs on the, along the way, because I'm sure based on our experience of you, Ajman, you're very self-aware, honest with yourself. And so we would love if you could share a bit about that learning journey sure. the audience. Yeah. Well, I think, I think if I have one DNA very much in common with Silicon Valley is just this insane amount of optimism. For me, everything is possible. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's why I went from rock salesman to venture capitalist. People, I mean, if, if I was if I was not optimistic, I would have never even started to even think about it. That okay, how can I become part of this community? So, and same thing with, with Silicon Valley. I think what what sets apart when I say Silicon Valley, just the entire tech community could be New York. I mean, just tech community, especially here, is. This idea and philosophy that everything is possible, let's figure it out. Uh, nowhere in the world is like it. So I think for me is everything is possible. There is there's no ceiling. It's always with me. Um, and that's what drives care also, even from day one. That's great. Thank you. Um, and as you look into pair, you know, into the future, you obviously had some tremendous success with subsequent funds being raised at, you know, larger dollar amounts and continuing to back, uh, incredible companies. How do you think about the next 10 years or the next three funds as you look forward, uh, for this institution that you're building? We have one goal with pair and that is the best seed fund ever existed. And we know the bar is very high. I know the performance of the fund. They're not there yet, but that's not, we wake up every morning, think about it. And, and the only way we can do it is just building an exceptional team at pair and partnering with exceptional entrepreneurs. We have, you know, want to be number two, just want to be number one. And that's our goal. Nice. Thank you. Oh, that's very clear. And Pejman, you know, we've had probably a good 20 minutes with you, a wonderful 20 minutes with you. And you've shared a lot of uh, great insights. Um, is there anything else you would like to share that perhaps we didn't cover over the course of these 20 minutes? Well, I think I encourage entrepreneurs to have a global view. Um, okay. I encourage entrepreneurs to think about outside where we are. You know, some of the best entrepreneurs I've ever worked with them, they, they invest in themselves. Um, I remember we have a program uh, that we take 20 top 20 CS students every year. And then we help them build companies, build products, and we don't take any equity. It's kind of a, a social club for hackers. And every year we, we invite a CEO 
to have a chat. And first year, I think we took a group to Dropbox headquarters to have a fireside chat, private fireside chat with Drew, the founder, co-founder and CEO. And one of the students says, Drew, when you started the Dropbox, you were just a hacker. And now you're on the path to take the company public. How do you, how do you been from a hacker to become a leader of a few thousand people and, you know, a company this large? And he said, I read books. I said, I, he, I invested in myself and I read a lot of books. In fact, he has like a list of 13 books. It's online. If you search it, for instance, recommend book recommendation is there. So, and, and I've seen the best entrepreneurs, they grow with the company as you I mean, building it, I learned a lot of product. A lot of people can build product that not many people can build companies and people who build companies, they pay a lot of attention to other stuff, other things other than building the product. And one of them is just, how do I grow with my company? So I encourage the founders think about educating themselves, investing themselves, surround themselves by great people who can give them advice. Wow, brilliant. And just so we're running out on time, if someone wants to get in touch, if an entrepreneur, a serial entrepreneur, first-time entrepreneur wants to discover more about Pair and get involved, what would you recommend they do? Well, I think they should reach out to us. Obviously, we respond to anybody, but if they find somebody who knows us, it's better. Always recommendation comes. And I think that's the first part of an entrepreneur. How do you get to know to somebody? It's if you cannot find me, how do you want to hire the, an engineer from Google to come and join you when you have nothing? Yeah. So it's kind of a test. Great. That's Thanks, Pejman. That's a great place to leave it. Thank you so much, Pejman. Really well, appreciate it. Well, thank you. I really appreciate it. This was a great conversation. And, you know, congratulations to do these things. I think is very meaningful what you both are yeah, doing. Thank you.